Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Hey, friends, it's Kelly and Amber checking in to make sure that you are up to date on everything we've got happening at Stagecoach next weekend. Kelly and I are hosting the Stagecoach live stream, which is going to take you behind the scenes, out in the crowd, and on stage at California's Country Music Festival. It's the first time that either of us has had a chance to go to Stagecoach, and I am stoked. I mean, so many iconic moments have happened at the festival over the years, and we are going to be there to experience it all live. And we're going to bring it to everyone who can't be there live. So here's how to be a part of the fun. Download the Twitch app. That's T-W-I-T-C-H. And make sure you're following the Amazon Music channel. On a computer, you can go to twitch.tv slash Amazon Music. Starting Thursday, April 27th, we will have live coverage from Indio, California. And throughout the weekend, we'll have special guest hosts with us, including Breland, Arianna, and Madeline Edwards. Shout out to Madeline's team, by the way, because we couldn't figure out the logistics of getting to Indio. I mean, it's in the middle of the desert, right? Her manager gave us the best travel advice. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) The lineup for this year is so good. Luke Bryan, Kane Brown, and Chris Stapleton are headlining, all of which are going to be great. Who are you the most excited to see, Kelly? I'm just going to be honest with you. The side of me that loves 80s pop music is pretty stoked that Brian Adams is going to be there. And I haven't seen Brooks and Dunn perform in a minute, so I'm excited about seeing them. I'm also really looking forward to Kane's set. Plus, I want to talk to John Party about dad life. What are you looking forward to, Amber? Always want to see Kane. Yeah. Always. So many friends of the pod will be there, though, so I can't choose. (laughs) We've got Lily Rose, Madeline Edwards, Jackson Dean. And, of course, everyone knows I will be right down in front screaming for Old Dominion. Those guys had to miss a handful of shows because of Matt's ATV accident. So, you know, they're going to be in full leaf blower mode, rocking our faces <laughs> off. <laughs> I cannot wait. To get you ready for Stagecoach, we are going to encore Old Dominion's episode of Country Heat Weekly. The guys were here in the Country Heat house in January when they released their new single, Memory Lane. Next week, we'll be back with an all new episode featuring Amazon Music breakthrough artist to watch, Nate Smith. Please, if you would just speak your name into the microphone so they have an audio tag. Matthew Thomas Ramsey. Trevor Joseph Rosen, the first. <laughs> the first. Brad Francis Tercy. George Jeffrey Sprung Jr. Oh, George Jeffrey. Me, George Jeffrey. Is that why Jeff is with a G? So you'd be Gigi? I am Gigi, I guess. Yeah, no one's ever called me oh that until God. today. Oh. Gigi. Gigi, I kind of like that. Gigi. I kind of like that. Thanks so much. Gigi. <laughs> Gigi! Uh, I made it 44 years, but that's cool. Hey, y'all, Marin Morris here. It's Keith Urban. This is Eric Church on Country Heat Weekly. Hey, it's Ashley McBride. This is Jackson Dean. And we are Old Dominion. Dominion. We're taking over the house on this episode of Country Heat Weekly. Welcome to the destination for country music fans. You found Country Heat Weekly. I'm Amber Anderson. And I'm Kelly Sutton. And we are pumped today because not only are some of our favorite people coming in to join us on the pod, they've dropped a bunch of new music on us this week. Old Dominion! As we record this, their new EP, Memory Lane Sampler, is less than 12 hours old. So we have a lot of questions for the guys. And knowing them, it might be kind of difficult to get a straight answer. (laughs) 
for sure. <laughs> when we have a group on the pod, we have to move out of our little studio and into the living room because that's the only place we all fit. But before they get here, we have a lot more things to discuss, including songs we're digging on the Country Heat playlist and a check of the latest country music news. And that's where we're going to start. So let's find out what's cooking in country music. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The rumors have finally been confirmed. Luke Combs is officially dropping a new album on us this spring. This means any plans that we had for March 24th are now canceled because <laughs> we will be spending the entire day listening to these 18 unreleased songs on repeat. Obviously. I mean, I was over the moon when I saw Luke's post on social media. He broke the big news just using the words, new album, 18 songs, March 24th. And this is perfect timing because his world tour literally starts the day after this project drops. So all you lucky ticket holders going to see him at AT&T Stadium are going to be some of the first people to hear the new music live. Now, it's only been a few months since Luke released his last album, Growing Up. And if you'll recall, I suggested he should release a deluxe edition called Getting Old to go along with the song of the same name that he dropped on social media, Growing Up, Getting Old. But apparently, he had bigger plans. Opportunity missed, Luke. <laughs> Kelly's idea was so good. But hey, we'll take whatever music you give us. Another artist that has some pretty big news to share is Jimmy Allen. Delaware State University's 2023 class is in for a treat because Jimmy has been invited to be the keynote speaker for the graduation ceremony on May 12th. Now, I know Jimmy is a Delaware native, but did he go to Delaware State? He did attend DSU for a short time before he moved to Nashville in 2007 to pursue music, but he didn't graduate. However, he is going to receive an honorary degree at the ceremony. Okay, don't try this one at home, kids. Not everyone can drop out of school and still get a degree. I wonder if he has any nerves about speaking to the next generation of leaders. No pressure, Jimmy. <laughs> Speaking of big audiences, the lineup for the 2023 Rodeo Houston, which is both a rodeo and a concert, has been announced, and it is stacked with country music stars. The three-week event kicks off February 28th with a performance from the reigning ACM new male artist, Parker McCollum. Last year, Parker made his debut at Rodeo Houston with a sold-out crowd. That was the top of the mountain for a kid from Texas. The biggest thing that I ever thought I'd be able to do was headline the Houston Rodeo. Um, I've thought about it every single day since I was a little kid. Played a lot of really hole-in-the-wall bars, really 
you know, sold no tickets at shows, rode around for years in a van, all the while thinking and, and pushing myself to keep going, hoping that I would get to play the Houston Rodeo one day. That was the, that's the pinnacle for me. John Farty, Chris Stapleton, and Luke Bryan will wrangle the crowd's attention on stage this year as headliners. Other performers include Ashley McBride, Brad Paisley, Brooks and Dunn, Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown Band, Jason Aldean, and Cody Johnson, all of whom I love, but maybe not quite as much as I love New Kids on the Block, who are also on the lineup along with the Chainsmokers and Machine Gun Kelly. I've never been to the Houston Rodeo, so I think I need to put in a trip to Space City on my country music bucket list. And you know I want to be there if New Kids on the Block is anywhere near there. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. I've got a long list of shows, though, that I want to get to this year. In fact, several tours are kicking off next week. We've got Old Dominion's No Bad Vibes tour starting Thursday and running through June 30th. We'll get all the scoop on that coming up in a little bit from the guys themselves. That same day, Mitchell Tenpenny will launch his This is the Heavy Tour, which will continue through February 25th. Then on Friday, Cody Johnson and Scotty McCreary will kick off their tours. Welcome to 2023. I hope you enjoyed the holiday break because we're clearly jumping right back into things at full speed. If you're new to the podcast, we get our name from the Country Heat playlist on Amazon Music, their flagship playlist for the hottest new country songs. One of the tunes on the playlist right now is the Tyler Hubbard single, Dancing in the Country. You talked to Tyler recently, didn't you, Kelly? I did for one of my seven jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing in the Country is one Tyler wrote with Keith Urban. So, of course, I had to find out which one came first, the song or the tour. The song. We didn't even know we were going to be on tour when we wrote that song. So that was cool. Well, but. give me the inside. What was well, happening? That was, that I- me and Keith had been friends for a while and stayed in contact and wanted to write together. And our schedules had just made it difficult. But we finally got in a room and that was the first song we wrote was Dancing in the Country. And then I remember him joking as we were leaving the right and being like, I think we just wrote your first single. And so we knew that I was, I mean, we knew that I was putting out an album, that I was doing the thing and eventually going to go to radio. And he was just joking with me, but it turns out it was the second single. But yeah, it's, uh, it was cool to have that history, you know, going on tour and knowing we did write a few more times on tour, but just having that, knowing that we had chemistry in the room and really mm-hmm. were aligned creatively was, was nice. This sounds like it could be a Keith Urban song. It has that groove that makes you just want to roll the windows down and drive a little too fast. (laughs) Yes, it does. What else is catching your ear? Well, I love the way that this playlist introduces us to new artists. So I kind of went into a deep dive on Ella Langley, who has a song out called Country Boy's Dream Girl. What did you learn about her? Okay, she's a native of somewhere called Hope Hole, Alabama, an unincorporated community that's apparently home to a drive through zoo. I passed that sign on my way home to Florida. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then you know. She grew up listening to Stevie Nicks on vinyl and is a total tomboy. Ah, okay. So this song is autobiographical. Some boys like heels and short skirts, rooftop girls and $20 drinks. Some boys want them pretty as a picture, hanging on their arm, not saying a thing. She moved to Nashville just before the pandemic and has now signed to Columbia Records. Well, Ella probably relates to the small town life that Sam Hunt sings about in another song on the playlist, Start Nowhere. Ain't just one road there. 
Now, I know that Sam is from a small town himself, Cedartown, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got the small town thing down. I always think he's from Alabama. Probably because of Montevallo, right? Yeah. Okay, that was the first album. Yes. But it was written about his then-girlfriend, now-wife's hometown. She's from Alabama. Correct. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Several of the Amazon Music Breakthrough artists to watch have songs on the playlist as well, including next week's center stage guest, Jackson Dean. To get all these songs and more, open up your Amazon Music app and search for Country Heat. You'll see Old Dominion on the cover art. Or ask Alexa, play Country Heat. It's time to play the game that we play every week called Who Said That? We'll read you a quote from someone on the Country Heat playlist and you try to figure out who said it. And then when we get back from the break, we'll play the audio and see if you were right. This week, we have an artist talking about their favorite movie, which they said was the rodeo drama Eight Seconds. The quote is, I grew up around rodeos. I used to always go to my mama and papa's house and they had two movies, Old Yeller, which I also loved, and eight seconds. <laughs> Both such sad movies. <laughs> Who was subjected to that as a child? Keep listening <laughs> and we'll tell you right here on Country Heat Weekly. This is Keith Urban. It's Lainey Wilson. We're, We're Dan, Dan and Shay. Hey, this is Kane Brown. And I'm Al King. More Country Heat Weekly is on the way. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at Amazon.com slash Instant Eraser Foundation. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. So I grew up around rodeos. I used to always go to my mamaw's and papaw's house, and they had a cassette player, and they had two movies, and it was Old Yeller, which I also loved, and Eight Seconds. Kane Brown! Brown. Oh, Kane, please don't make your daughters watch Old Yeller. It is so sad. We had to watch that in the fifth grade. It was traumatizing. Why would they do that to you? I have no idea. So bad. Okay, buckle up, y'all. We've left the studio. We've moved into our living room area, the Country Heat House, just in order to accommodate our guest on this week's episode. Five-time ACM and five-time CMA Vocal Group of the Year. Please welcome Old Dominion. Hey! Wouldn't it be great if I called you by the wrong band name? It's happened before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Little Big Town! (laughs) 
we, no, we've been called One, one Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. yeah. One that Dominion? Liter- that literally happened. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome One Dominion. It was the same kind of buildup. They were like, yeah, it was, we were about to walk out. And they said, here they are, One Dominion. And we were like, uh, <laughs> Has anyone ever called we? you One Direction? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I think that's what was in, in their head. You guys just dropped a bunch of new music on everybody all at the same time. We're going to dig into those songs and what it all means. But let's get started with Memory Lane. Um, where did all of this start? Was that the first song? Was it the last song? How did it all come about? No, it was just a song in the in the batch. This next like album, whenever it's done, you know, we're just kind of releasing it piece at a time. But it's kind of a a mix of old songs and new songs, songs we've been sitting on for a while, and um, some things that we just wrote. This is this is one that's newer, mm-hmm. and we wrote it. I mean, at this point, a year ago, I think, and um. We were just in Brad's house, and he had this little groove going, and Jesse Jo Dillon was there. She had the title, and we were just t- trying to explore and um, what that would be about. And somebody said, you know, if I could buy a house on Memory Lane. And that was the, like, thing that sparked everyone, got us excited, and it was like going down a road, you know? It was like we were just, what's next, what's next, what's next, until we had a song, and uh, we're super pumped about it. If I could buy a house on Memory Lane I'd put my money down and I'd sign my name. Was this the first co-write with a female? On an old Dominion? Um, probably. Um, oh. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're making us think. <laughs> I don't know that we've this, cut any. Yeah, yeah this is I, probably the first one. Wow, surely that can't be true. Well, our sources have triple checked. Wow. What about this song made it feel right to kick off this next chapter of OD music? A few things, but I think first and foremost, which we always try to kind of keep our eye on this ball, is that it was it was our favorite song, you know? And I think it it has all the elements that we love as Old Dominion. It has, uh, you know, sort of a nostalgic, um, you know, wistful lyric over a, a kind of a, a catchy, almost dance beat on this one. And, you know, it was that thing that sounds a little bit different than anything else we've done, but it still sounds sort of definitively us in a weird way. And I don't know why or how that happens, but... That's the political answer. Right. The real answer is we talked this discussion into the ground. Did you? Okay. okay. <laughs> so Trying to figure out. Like I didn't say we arrived at it easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We ultimately yeah, yeah. got there. That's the answer. Yeah. But man, it was a long discussion <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what song to come with. Which first. is a good problem to have For when sure. you only have yeah. one good new one. You know, it's it's nice to have, you know, we, we really love the new stuff that we've recorded. So it's a good problem to have to, to make it a tough decision. Okay, so I want to dig into the concept of the sampler. Because we're calling it a sampler. It's not an EP, correct? Uh, right. Yeah. I, I mean, Memory I lane, like, the sampler. Correct. I feel like everybody's overthinking sure. this. We just wanted to put out some songs. <laughs> yeah. That's our job. They were, you let us they were like, this. you have to call it something. So we're like, that's yeah. sampler. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> she said, it's our job. Let us have this. <laughs> like, we're not going to call it an EP. Yeah, it's really not thought out. <laughs> okay, so it's a sampler. I like mm-hmm. the word. It, yeah, it works. Sure. It works. So everything was recorded in Key West, correct? There's one um, the song, um, Freedom Like You, was recorded here okay. in Nashville. So, so far, all of the songs that we recorded for this project, it's kind of split. Some of them in Key West, some of them here in Nashville. So, Freedom Like You is the one that we recorded here, but we wanted to release it because we're about to start this tour, and we put that at the front of the set. So, it's the, it's how we're kicking off the whole show with this big rocking song, and we want, we were like, maybe we should put that one out so yeah. that people get a little familiar. It's a rocker. Wrote it with Jordan Davis. 
Yeah. We recorded it first. You recorded yeah. it first. <laughs> I was going to say, we actually asked him about like when you go into co-writes with other artists, what is it like being like, are we writing for you? Are we writing for me? Are we writing yeah. just that is, and see what happens? That is the thing. It is interesting, you know. And that day, I don't think, in my mind, I was like, we're writing sort of a Jordan Davis song. That felt in my mind, but it came time to record and we had it. And so we cut it and he was excited about it. So we've got these four songs, but when's the album coming? We have uh, an outline of an idea of what we think. We don't have a set date, but I think, um, you know, this year I would say for sure. And, you know, we have most of the album recorded um, and we're super excited about it. So I think, you know, we don't know for sure, but we, we might just release the rest. We might release a few more. We don't know. We might release it tomorrow. You never know. Right. It's kind of the beauty of just the way you know, music is released these days. You can kind of like just do whatever you want. If we write, we might write something tomorrow and get super excited about it and just want to put it out. So uh, that's that's the beauty of it, of the way the model is just blown wide open. Now you don't have to drop an album. You can you can drop a double album. You can drop four songs, three songs, whatever. So we're just gonna keep writing, keep recording, and hopefully keep putting it out. You know, I want to talk about "Ain't Gotta Worry." Oh, nice. Love it. Thank you. Tell us about that Thank song. Thank you. We wrote that years ago. That's one. Really? That's an older one, yeah, that we wrote on the road when we were writing for our third album. So the album with Make It Sweet and One Man Band on it, we were writing. And then it was, I think Kenny had it on hold for a good long time too. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, I don't remember why it came up in the conversation. There were so many songs swirling around this time. And we brought that one back up. We wrote it out on the road with Shane and Josh Osborne and... um. It's just really fun. Just really came to life. and Yeah, it really kind of, um, it came to life is a great word. came to life when we were down in uh, Key West. I feel like something about walking into that studio in that mindset. It's like, oh, this is just going to happen. It is yeah. funny how that happens too when you have a song that's been around. And it's just a timing thing. Like for whatever reason, it wasn't right three years ago, four years ago. And then all of a sudden we're playing through it. Going, this song is awesome. Why did we, why have we never recorded this song yet? So it was just meant to be now. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned Kenny because as soon as I heard Easier Said with Rum, I'm like, how did Kenny not snag we were like, this? Don't play this. <laughs> I want to hide this one. Oh my God, if you heard that with the blue chair bay, like, yeah. I mean, seriously, did you hide it from him? Definitely or? was like a conscious decision not to pitch it to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. When I was listening to it, I'm like, oh my God, it's I've so got good. the whole vibe of like being on the boat, you're mm -hmm. hanging out, you've got drinks. It's just, it's all going down so easy and smooth. So tell us the story behind this one. That one we wrote in, at Brad's house too. Uh, it was me and Brad and Chase McGill and Matt Jenkins. And uh, it was an awesome day. Just kind of, again, one of those things like when we wrote One Man Band, we, we wrote it in one form and then it changed into the form that it's in. It really brought it to life. And the same thing happened with this song. We wrote it with a more kind of upbeat feel. And then right before, I mean, I was packing my stuff up right before to, to leave. And right before I left, Chase like, started playing it on the piano, like this real chill thing. We were like, let's record a version like that. 
And then it became this really, really brought out the emotion in that song because it, it has all the like little like, you know, catchphrases and twists on words and like little winks in there that could be very lighthearted. But the way we ended up recording it was so emotional and one of the like most really emotional, you know, moments in the studio recording music that, that I've ever experienced. And I'm glad we experienced it and would never want to experience again because we were all, everybody's like crying. Sorry, I'm sorry, took so long to roll off my tongue. I guess it's easier said with The No Bad Vibes Tour launches next week. So what can fans expect now that you're headlining again after touring with Kenny last year? I'm looking forward to uh, a longer set where we can breathe a bit and the fans can like hear new music instead of us just trying to like make sure we deliver every hit that we have at the highest Leaf blower, as they say. Yeah, exactly. So instead of being like just on the verge of leaf blower, maybe we can, we can breathe a bit. Did you hear that? He subtly complained about having to play all of our hits for our fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's hard. It get, when you pack them in, when you get so many, and yeah. then you only got so much time. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, it's, de- it's more hits, more problems. I was about to say that's yeah. a. I mean, really stinks when you've got so many hits that your fans get. Also, mad. a good uh, album title for the next album: "More Hits, More Problems." Um, you get started. Uh, first leg is in Evansville. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Right yeah. up the road. But then you guys are going to Canada yeah. at the end of the month. I mean, you do realize, like. It's probably the coldest time of the year. Up yeah, it's kind of what we do, though. Yeah, we realize it because we've been out there two other times. Yeah. Yeah. It's negative same thirty degrees. Yeah, we wind up in there, and when it's super cold, but yeah, they don't care. Man. They don't. Like, people, you'll see, like people, we're out in the bus, and it's like a ten foot walk to the door, and we're putting on every layer mm-hmm. we can just to get inside, and then you'll see people, like girls in like skirts and tank tops, running across the parking lot. <laughs> they don't care. They're that's it's amazing, normal to them. Hardcore. Well, yeah. and I do think it's going to be fun to watch you guys sing like all these warm weather I was going to say that. Vibes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And I want to ask about last year's tour, which was incredible. We got to be there at Nissan Stadium. It was so yeah. much fun. Um, also, thank you for doing your pop-up on my birthday. It yeah, was like right. the best birthday for you. gift <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. And your dad's birthday too. Yes. Right? Because yeah. they started singing happy birthday and I was like, and my friend was like, oh, they're like, this for Trevor's dad. I'm like, oh, okay. But that show was so much fun. So you were out with Kenny, obviously, Carly Pierce, Dan and Shay. Did you guys get to write with Dan, Shay, or Carly? No. We've done that Kenny tour with other big artists and we were always like, we got to write this time, you know? We should we should do that all the time. <laughs> it never happens. I don't know why. So, no, we didn't. It's just everyone's got their own routine. And no one will write with us. All the things that come into play. <laughs> There's a lot. Like, no, 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 no. no, thank you. No one says yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knock on the door. Yeah. And they hey, answer. Carly. Never mind. Um, you know, Little Big Town was in here not too long ago, and they told us something that we thought was interesting. When they make a decision, it has to be all in or nothing. Wow. If they all don't agree, then it's a no-go. How do you guys make decisions? Is it similar? Or well, is we have it, an odd number. It's easier. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we got a tiebreaker. Our sweet wit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, we have a fifth member. <laughs> Listen, I love wit so much. But is it still, though, if if you all don't agree, is it a no-go? Or? It depends on the decision. If it's a big enough decision, we all need to sit down and agree. Yeah, some of it's like, hey, man, you care about this more than I do. So, yeah. Cool. There, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. like, this one's not important to me, but it's obviously very important to you. We're grown men. Yeah. 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 Uh, we are. 14-year-old sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Also true. <laughs> 
No Bad Vibes tour starts. And check out the sampler. The sampler platter is mm-hmm. available right now. It's so good. Not an EP. It's not, not an EP. It is a sampler. Nor is it a platter. Memory lane. So good. <laughs> Maybe the second set could be called the platter. First four oh. sampler. Next would be the platter. Oh, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Last week, Amazon Music unveiled their 2023 class of breakthrough artists to watch. And we're going to be introducing you to them individually over the first part of the year here on Country Heat Weekly. Each artist came into the Country Heat house for a video shoot. And of course, our microphones were listening in. Nate Smith cites Garth Brooks and Tom Petty as his influences. And we've been loving his hit single, Whiskey on You. Take your seat as a fly on the wall as he tells us a little more of his story. My name is Nate Smith. I now live in Nashville, Tennessee. Moved here in the middle of the pandemic um, and uh, making music for a living. It's amazing. My hometown is Paradise, California. Uh, It's a small town, um, about an hour and a half north of Sacramento. We had an amazing foster freeze there at one time, and I just love shakes and foster freezes. That was a plug on foster freeze, everybody. To describe my music, I'd say it's heartfelt, um, it's emotional, but it's also like uh, energetic. Like I've got party songs and then I've got like ballads and stuff. And I just feel like it's songs that are real for me. And I'd say there's a there's a level of hope in the songs and I'd say there's a level of vulnerability in the songs. Um, if no one's ever heard my music before and they're like, what is it that you do? I'd probably tell them to listen to Sleeve. Oh, there ain't no slowing me down. Um, that's that's my favorite song, um, and that came from my past. And the story is completely accurate and true, and everything. And I'd say that's 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 the one. One couple came up to me at the Opry, and they literally had. I have a song called "Under My Skin." They tattooed it on their arms, and they came up to me like in tears, and they're like, "This song is literally our story. It's like a redemption story." There's a little bit of that in a lot of my songs. It's like hope and redemption kind of thing. They were literally in tears, like this every lyric, every word, like it's just, it's our story, man. Every fear, every letdown, every painful memory fades away when I'm with you. What I love about being a country artist is you can drink, um, you can cuss, and you can talk about God, and you can kind of do all these things at once, you know? It's like, you can just be as authentic as, as, as you are, you know? That's what I love so much about being a country artist. I can sing about real life stuff, and, and if you're not your authentic self, like, they'll let you know. In 2023, I'm, I'm really excited because uh, my, my debut album comes out February 17th. I've always wanted to put out an album. When I was a kid, I would like make up fake songs on, on like Microsoft Paint and like in a little thing. And then I would like try to like grab like a logo of a record label and put it on there. And like, you know, I just, I, I had a dream to do this like forever. And um, so I'm putting out an album. I get to tour uh, with Thomas Rhett and Cole Swindell. So that's going to be pretty sick. So 
great getting to know Nate just a little bit better. In fact, he's going to be joining us as our center stage guest next month when his debut album comes out. First, though, we're hanging with another rising star, Jackson Dean, who Kelly and I both just adore. We've talked to him a couple times, but I want to dig in a little more to his backstory because his reputation precedes him. Yeah, I mean, I'm making a list, too. There are a lot of things I've heard about Jackson, his upbringing, perhaps, that I'm not sure are entirely true. So we'll have to find out. Let us know who you want us to feature on the show, whether it's a current artist or someone we should rediscover. Find us on either Twitter or Instagram. I'm Hey, it's Amber A. And I'm the Kelly Sutton. Use the hashtag Country Heat Weekly on your posts. And if you're listening on a platform that has podcast reviews, we'd love for you to take the time to give us those five stars and share a little about why you like the show. Thanks, friends. We carry the heat theme all the way to the end of the show, wrapping with a burning question that we ask the stars. These are the things you need to know. Like, for instance, say you're throwing a cocktail party. You need to know what kind of liquor to stock. Country Heat Weekly to the rescue. We've got a rundown of the stars' favorite cocktails. Also, please make sure you invite us to the party. If Kelsey Ballerini, Dirks Bentley... Ingrid Andrus, Frank Gray, Hardy, and Megan Maroney are on the guest list. You need to have plenty of tequila. Margarita. Um, spicy margarita. 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 Tequila soda, splash of lime. Spicy margarita. Luke Combs and Randy Hauser need Lynchburg's finest on hand. Oh, Jack and Diet. Probably just a Jack and Coke. Here are a few other ideas for your cocktail menu from Dina Carter, Jordan Davis, TJ Osborne, and L. King. Well, wine, 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 always. But I have to tell you, and I don't drink this very often, cucumber jalapeno-infused tequila with a little bit of lime in there. It is so good. Manhattan. Uh, Old-fashioned. Ooh, uh, I'm not going to lie. I like uh, Cosmigos with a little White Claw. Extra trashy. (laughs) (laughs) We wouldn't expect anything less, Elle. Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Deathridge. Sound design by Debbie Daughtry. Production assistance from Rick Hamilton, Annie Reuter, Madeline O'Connell, Tim Einenkel, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Blues, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. This episode, essential production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Osmo, Abby, Buck, Bunny, Minnie, and Stormy, and all the other very good dogs out there. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. 
comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. It's winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freeview or Prime Video.